Here's our June 29, 2021 Spy Movie News with news on Amazon and 007, other industry news, Ian Fleming's Golf Course, The Gray Man, No Time to Die and Regal Cinema Marathon, Black Widow, Red Notice, Spy Movie Watching Opportunities, and more. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri from SpyMovieNavigator.com and our latest episode of Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Let's go. Let's start out with a little Amazon news. U.S. Federal Trade Commission is going to scrutinize the Amazon purchase of MGM. As we discussed in the June 1st Spy Movie News, there was a chance that the U.S. government might get involved with Amazon's decision to acquire MGM. Well, now we know what's up. The Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, will look into this acquisition. The U.S. government is splitting up its efforts to investigate the conduct of four tech giants. The FTC is looking into Amazon and Facebook, while the Department of Justice is looking into Google and Apple. So it makes sense that the FTC would look into this acquisition as well. So, the big issue for Amazon is that the new chairwoman of the FTC, Lina Khan, has been an outspoken critic of Amazon, especially in the area of antitrust. So, while nothing's been decided yet, Amazon may have a few hurdles to clear if this acquisition is to be approved. We don't know the impact of a government rejection on MGM, but this could play out interestingly for the James Bond franchise. The good thing about it is that this action by the FTC is unlikely to be resolved in time to have any impact on No Time to Die's release. All right, and John Logan, he does not look like he's much of a fan of this acquisition. An article on MovieWeb.com highlights John Logan's concern about Amazon acquiring MGM. Logan was one of the writers on Skyfall and Spectre, so he knows the James Bond infrastructure. Among John Logan's quotes in the article are, quote, What happens if a bruising corporation like Amazon begins to demand a voice in the process? What happens to the comradeship and quality control if there's an Amazonian overlord with analytics parsing every decision? What happens when a focus group reports they don't like bond drinking martinis or killing quite so many people? And that English accent's a bit alienating, so could we have more Americans in the story for marketability? End quote. And another quote, I can only hope that the powers that be at Amazon recognize the uniqueness of what they just acquired and allow and encourage this special family business to continue unobstructed. Unquote. In the context of the larger company, Amazon Prime Video is not chiefly about artists. It's about attracting and retaining customers. And when bigger companies start having a say in iconic characters or franchises, the companies tend to want more, not better. So yeah, John Logan does not appear to be a fan of this acquisition. In a similar article on independent.co.uk, they wrap up John Logan's feelings about this very nicely. John Logan is quoted as saying, quote, please let 007 drink his martinis in peace. Don't shake him. Don't stir him. Unquote. All right. Filming of Mission Impossible 7 halted due to positive COVID-19 tests. Despite the best efforts of Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible 7 filming had to be halted for about two weeks due to a positive COVID-19 test. The official statement says, we have temporarily halted production on Mission Impossible 7 until June 14th due to a positive coronavirus test result during routine testing. Well, it's after June 14th, and we cannot find anything that says they're back to filming, so we don't know what's going on there. We'll keep looking and let you know. James Bond, let's get on the Bond. 
Oh, yeah. No time to die records. Mike Reyes has an article on CinemaBlend.com, which talks about how, with the release delays from the pandemic, that No Time to Die is setting some James Bond records. One, it matches the longest gap between released Bond movies, tying the six-year gap between License to Kill and GoldenEye. Two, Daniel Craig now has the record for the longest time an actor has held the James Bond role, surpassing Roger Moore. And three, No Time to Die will have the longest runtime at 162 minutes, beating Spectre's 148 minutes. And as an aside, Spectre beat out on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which was 142 minutes. There you go. Spy movie watching. Happy 40th anniversary to For Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only hit its 40th anniversary last week on June 24th. Unfortunately, Streaming fans aren't able to watch it as it is one of the two James Bond movies not available for free streaming right now. The Man with the Golden Gun is the other. You can pay to rent them, but they aren't included in any of the current free streaming packages. Hey, to us this seems like a missed opportunity for Ian Productions to promote an anniversary and generate more Bond hype while we wait for no time to die. Mike Reyes has a nice article on CinemaBlend.com that dives into For Your Eyes Only in lots more detail if you want to catch up. For Your Eyes Only is one of our favorite Roger Moore Bond movies. Austin Power fans, get ready to binge! Netflix is adding the Austin Powers franchise on July 1st. This gives Netflix fans of the spoofing spy movie series a chance to binge through the three movies. We welcome this as this is a fun series to binge, and Netflix is now giving us an opportunity to do it. We're still waiting on the long-rumored fourth Austin Power movie. Ah, that rumor comes around every couple of years, but unfortunately, nothing yet to report on them actually doing it. OSS 117 from Africa with Love is going to close the Cannes Film Festival. Ah, speaking of spy movie spoofs, the Hollywood Reporter tells us that the French spy spoof OSS 117 from Africa with Love will be closing the Cannes Film Festival. This is the third movie in the OSS franchise, and it's expected to be released in France on August 4th, 2021, Russia on August 26th, Italy on September 30th, and Portugal on November 18th. We've seen no planned release dates for the US, India, or the UK. In other industry news, in an article, I wanna watch a new blockbuster, where do I go? Well, an article by Rebecca Rubin in Variety discusses movie audiences' frustration with the movie industry and the whole, we're releasing this on streaming with special plans, without special plans, in the theater, or all of the above, or wait, we're changing our minds on how to release this. That's the kind of messages we've been getting, right? This is a good look at how all of the options are frustrating people. Yes, as the industry is changing and the various platforms are buying or building their own content, like Amazon, it is tough for the movie lover to keep track of. The corporations have to not only develop and market their movies, but they also have to educate the movie viewer as to where and how to see them. Also, they have to deal with public perception on different release options. At one point, the article quotes someone talking about Disney Plus in premier access and how they dislike having to pay extra when they are already paying for Disney Plus in order to see Cruella, for instance. The article doesn't just call out Disney, but HBO Max and Netflix as well. We expect to see more articles like this as the industry is changing quickly. 
and it is up to the fan to keep up and keep shelling out money regardless of how a movie is released. So, fasten your seatbelts. This is going to be a very interesting couple of years as all of this shakes out. All right, No Time to Die will release as part of a marathon in some Regal Cinemas. Interesting. In the same Mike Reyes article we mentioned earlier, he mentions that Regal Cinemas is putting together an 11 and 3 quarter hour Daniel Craig as James Bond marathon. They will be showing Casino Royale through No Time to Die. It will be a great but almost a 12 hour slog to watch the whole Daniel Craig arc of the series. The article claims that Regal will end the marathon with an early screening, quote, of No Time to Die. We don't have the details on this or the date, but it will likely be close to October 8th. Regal's website talks about the marathon and has the theater locations for the showing. Unfortunately for us here at Spy Movie Navigator, there are no Chicago locations on the list. They have to change that. They don't have the date posted. Their website shows this was in process for the April 10th release date and mentions the Wednesday before as the date for the marathon. So we'll let you know when we hear more. For now, the No Time to Die release date is set for October 8th, 2021 here in the United States. It'll open a little earlier on September 30th in the UK. On a touching note, a daughter pleased to have her dying father see No Time to Die Early in an ITV.com article. It's about a daughter's plea to get her terminally ill father the opportunity to see No Time to Die Early. Her father, who was a huge James Bond fan and memorabilia collector, has been given weeks to live due to untreatable cancer. Obviously, if the movie had been released when it was first targeted, he would have been able to see it. His daughter, Remy, has posted a Twitter video that has gone viral and numerous media sources have picked it up. The video shows some of her father's memorabilia and fandom for James Bond. It is accompanied by the song, We Have All the Time in the World, from Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Wow. She's asking to get her father a private screening before he dies. As Remy puts it, what I want to give for my dad is a couple of hours of respite where he can suspend reality and lose himself in the franchise he has passionately loved and followed and immersed himself in for all of his five decades. Mm. So far, neither Universal Pictures nor Eon Productions have commented on the video. We here hope that they give him a private screening, but keep it private. Publicizing the fact that they did would open up a can of worms with lots of other requests and so on. However, it would be an awesome touch and a tribute to a lifelong Bond fan if they could make it happen. All right. Britt Eklund says, Good night (laughs) to lip fillers. A Bond girl from the 1974 The Man with the Golden Gun, Britt Eklund, says that she ruined her face after getting lip fillers. She had received injections of article around her lips. This filler was never approved for use in the U.S. and is now considered risky in the U.K., although she still says everyone has the right to choose. But she called her lip fillers the biggest mistake of her life and that they ruined her face. She also said it's not going to give me more roles to make me look better. This is who I am and people have to accept it. I've accepted it. By movie fans will remember Britt Eklund in the role of Mary Goodnight, the man with the golden gun, and Principe Espada in The Conspirators. You can read more about this on foxnews.com. All right, golf courses. Let's go to Ian Fleming's golf course. Next month's Open Championship is to be played at Ian Fleming's course. The Open Championship, golf's original major, 
tees off on July 14, 2021. The tournament will be played at Royal St. George's, where Ian Fleming was a member. The golf match in Goldfinger, if you remember, was played at a club called St. Mark's, although Fleming's description of the layout matched Royal St. George's. In the movie, the golf match was filmed at Stoke Park near Pinewood Studios. A couple of clues that St. Mark's was Royal St. George's are two character names. The golf pro at Royal St. George's when the movie Goldfinger was released was Albert Whiting. The movie used Albert Blacking as the pro's name. James Bond's caddy was named Hawker in the movie. Elf Hawks was one of the top caddies at Royal St. George's at the time. All right, there's a nice article in issue five, the June-July 2021 issue of Golf Digest that dives deeper into Ian Fleming, Goldfinger, and Royal St. George's. It is followed by a list called A Quick Nine on the Trail of Ian Fleming that points out places in England you can go with ties to Fleming. If you're a Bond fan and a golf fan, it's a nice read. All right, the gray man. Reggae Jean Page talks about the gray man. Reggae Jean Page talks about his upcoming movie, The Gray Man, and Dungeons and Dragons. When talking about the spy movie, The Gray Man, Reggae Jean says, It's just so much fun when you're working with folks who are not just at the top of their game, but reinventing the game. It's like a whole new machine. Unquote. They are keeping things close to the vest, and they're not giving away much on this movie. But we can't wait. You can read the full article on Variety.com. Okay, Disney. Disney will release Black Widow to Disney Plus on October 6, 2021. Disney started accepting pre-orders for Black Widow in advance of its July 9th release date, both in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premier Access. So, for fans who don't want to pay for Premier Access, the website says that the movie joins the Disney Plus collection on October 6, 2021. So, for fans who don't want to wait, you can go to a theater or pay for premiere access and stream the movie online. If you don't mind the wait, it will be on your Disney Plus subscription in October. Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson thinks she's at a good point to finish her role as Black Widow. In an article on CinemaBlend.com, Scarlett Johansson talks about her decision to leave her role as Black Widow. She says, in every way, and certainly as an actor, it's always better to leave a situation when you're on top and to feel good about something. It's great, and I feel on top with this. The article also states that the movie Black Widow will transition from one Black Widow to the next. So there will be a new actress taking on the role going forward. As a reminder, Black Widow is due to hit the theaters July 9th, will also be available for streaming on Disney Plus with premiere access on that date. You can read the full article on cinemablend.com. Red notice for Thanksgiving. Wow. Anthony Lund on movieweb.com tells us that Dwayne Johnson suggested a Thanksgiving release date for Netflix's Red Notice. Well, actually, on Instagram, Johnson said the release date announcement was coming soon and ended the post with the hashtag holidays. 2021. So, our question is this. Is that Thanksgiving or Christmas? Mm, we've talked about this movie for a while now, and it will be great to finally be able to see it. It still isn't clear if there will be a theatrical release or just a streaming release. A $200 million TV spy movie? Well, with a strong cast headlined by Gal Gadot, Dwayne Johnson, and Ryan Reynolds, this is a must-see. 
All right. That wraps up our spy movie news for June 29th, 2021. This has been Dan Silvestri with SpyMovieNavigator.com. Please subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, right now through your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, too. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.